the most competitive guy. I, I mean, I would throw on Michael Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, oh, yeah. Kobe Bryant. It's basketball. It can't be, you know, you, you can't overthink it. Hello, everybody. I am Terry Foster, and uh, welcome to my back. It's a beautiful day. Nice and um, cool. It's not a real hot day. The humidity is low today. At least, it's nice and shaded. But um, welcome to the Foster Show here on NRM Streamcast. And I know a bunch of you are probably bumming. Um, there will be no football in the Big Ten. The SEC is trying to figure out what to do, but about around here is Big Ten football. We care about Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State on down the line. We don't get to enjoy that this season. And I know a bunch of you are really bummed about that. Uh, you love college football, NFL, college football more than Major League Baseball, the NBA, and NHL. I personally am not bumming today because I think that's the best decision. <clears throat> In football, this is our mentality. We don't give a damn about players because they're big, they're strong, they're fast. Pretty much we have an attitude of fuck them. They, uh, they'll be fine. But I think this is the right decision because I for college football players. And I know Jim Harlow came out and said, well, we don't have a problem here again because we have everything, all the parts set. Uh, uh, we're doing things the right way. But, uh, you know, there's no students at Michigan now. There's no dorms to worry about, out at bars. And, you know, players do sneak out and go to the bar, even though they deny it to the media. But, you know, they do that. Um, it's easier now to be COVID-free at Michigan than it's going to be in September and October. And uh, I know President Trump says, well, young people really um, have, have no, it's not true. Some have no problem with it, but we, we are trying to figure out how this disease affects people. And, and there, there are nations that it may of their heart for a long time. And what I fear is that it's cold. They come back, they play after they quarantine, and then a couple years later, they get sicker again or die of a heart attack. We don't know if that would happen. It may, but it could. So once again, I am not bumming today. Maybe from the standpoint of, I wanted to see Michigan could actually beat Ohio State this year. Probably not, but I wanted to see that. I wanted to see what uh, Michigan State was going to look like without Mark D'Antonio. Probably bad, but we that. But we're not going to be able to see that. Uh, so yeah, I'm a little disappointed that the Big Ten uh, has made the decision not to play college football. But I'm not bumming from the standpoint that I think this could save. A lot. Uh, it could save them on the field uh, from getting sick, and uh, I mean, they'll they'll be students, and um, they'll be in classes, and they'll be 
in the dorms and everything. You get sick there. But, but um, I have this mentality of care about football players. And I don't care about their players. They're going to play. NFL, they don't care if their whole, for instance, the whole Minnesota Detroit uh, drop dead. Don't give a damn. You have greedy owners. You have fans that just want to sit on their asses on Sunday and watch as many games as possible. So they're going to play. College football, you have more moving parts. And I know the players started a last minute or a drive to play football. When you're young and strong and healthy, you always want to play. Um, my is this. You have to let allow the adults in the room to make decisions. What's best for the players? What's for the coaches? Coaches don't have the players' welfare at hand. Coaches want to get paid. They want a TV. They want to. They want to coach games. That's what they do. And uh, I, I believe, like their players, they really care about their welfare. Uh, because the players, coaches want to get their six, seven million dollars a year, get their TV exposure, get endorsements, and move on. They don't really care about the welfare of their players. So that's my thoughts. I am glad there will be no Big Ten football. Uh, I think the SEC should, should follow suit and not play. And uh, the Pac-10 is going to make a decision and the ACC. And uh, so it looks like we're in football. Division. Or maybe we'll just have Clemson and Alabama. And for the conference championship and for the national championship, or not the conference champion, for a regional title, and then for the whole kitten kabooby, no state, no, no Michigan, no Wisconsin, or anybody else competing. And I'm fine with that. Um, this is a very dangerous situation. And do you know who is to blame for all this? Us, society. Because we could have had this almost erased by now. But when COVID-19 became a problem, our president, number one, was the first thing he said. Now he said, well, you know, I closed down China, but that's not enough. You have to close down Europe. You have to show people that you, this thing is serious. The thing he said, one of the first things he said, he said is democratic plot. There's no, what well, at the time we didn't call there's no coronavirus. And once he said that, 30 to 35% of the nation were saying, there's no coronavirus. There's no COVID. We're good. I even, um, even though it's emerged again, and numbers 11 off, I had a guy tell me two days ago, it's fake, that, you know, uh, he doesn't think it's that serious. We're making too big of a deal out of it. But here's where I'm from. I come from a different spot. Um, I know five people who have died from coronavirus. My wife 
probably knows. I don't know. She's talked about him. I, I would estimate she knows about eight or nine people who have died from this, not gotten it, but have actually died from this virus. So it hits me a little harder. This is just a bunch of numbers on T. It's not just a bunch of nameless faces. These are people that I know. These are people. These are people that I'm not going to say I love. Like they were friends. They've died from coronavirus. Uh, so it hits me a little bit close. I think it's way more serious. Believe because floating around and rule. Know anyone who has died coronavirus? They they now know people who have gotten it but have been seriously sick or died, they don't know. So this whole thing is a joke to them. It's not a joke. This is serious in college football. Should be put on the back burner now. Um, do we have uh, James King with us today? Are you with us, Jimmy? I don't know. if my Is my mic working today? Your mic working. You Congratulations. Me? You finally figured out how to work it. Yeah, and it's it's the same as last time, but some, somehow it's working. <laughs> okay, I'm just going on. What's going, going on, talk- T? I hear you. No, no, I hear you talking about um, the college uh, football season. The Big Ten being the first conference to cancel their season. Actually, the um, Mid American Conference, major major conference. Okay, there, there, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and you know probably others <laughs> will follow. I was now a huge college football fan. Uh, are, you, are you bumming about this or do you want I'm bumming. I want to see some college football. But mm-hmm. I understand it's for the safety of the players. So, I mean, it is what it is. Right? Huh? You know who's going to be affected by this? Who? The people you don't care about. You know what it is? The fat linemen <laughs> are going to for the most if they play uh, college football. <laughs> How is that? <laughs> well, if you notice, now they 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 show people who have died from Corona. First of all, they're on respirators, and then they show their face. Oh, this poor little thing, this little guy, and then they pan out. Usually, they're kind of fat people, people who are are dying from this whole thing. It's affecting their heart. Uh, so mm-hmm. you know, eat your chicken and. Uh, Real fish, and you got a better shot at this. You know, it may yes, not affect a man like, like you. I found, a, I found a nice rice bowl at a place here in, in Plano called Austin Avenue. No chicken. Um, it's very fresh. It's like a Southwest salad. Has black beans, rice, tortilla chips, some nuts. Uh some onions. Um, it's pretty, you know, it's seasoned well and it's healthy. So we always got to make sure that we not only watch out for our friends and family in the street by wearing a mask, but we also have to start taking care of each other and watching what we eat. Because like you said, the people who are uh, most affected have um, uh, conditions that you know that that uh, that they have been diagnosed with before, so they're more susceptible to 
catching COVID. Um, the one thing that, you know, I heard you saying about, you know, you being affected, your wife and you, you've had close to 10 people uh, pass. And um, the the coronavirus versus, you know, COVID is, is difficult. There is a distinct difference. The coronavirus, um, you have a, there's a high success rate of recovery. It's a very weak virus. If you, like you said, eat right, take care of yourself, pay attention, um, do all the things, the distancing, wash your hands, um, stay clean. Um, that, that, that will, that should be uh, sufficient enough to uh, keep you healthy against the coronavirus. The COVID-19 virus is a little different it has a patent, therefore it is man-made or synthetic or uh, not organic. So when you have to fight that, you need something that's a little bit more potent. You can't use the, the traditional methods, the food, uh, the water, rest, uh, heat. Those things won't work against COVID because COVID has a... Uh, a different design to it. So when we start to educate everyone on that and the differences, then they'll be able to combat it. But when you have coronavirus and COVID being mentioned in the same sentence and someone thinking that they can get healthy by doing that, it's misinformation. And um, some of the foods that they may be taking or eating is actually helping um, or making that that COVID um, bacteria a little bit worse. Right. So here's our problem, and this is as a society. No matter much or how hard you try to educate some people, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. They're not going to believe you. Uh, they don't want to believe that this is real. They don't want to believe. Dr. Fauci, they don't want to believe people. They, they would rather believe a president who lies all the time. They'd rather believe some quack uh, doctor that bought up their, their lab Walmart or Rite Aid or something. Uh, <laughs> they always because well, we always heard the term that ignorance is bliss. And I think a lot of people I like to stay in that space. It's too difficult, you know, it's a challenge, right? It's just like uh, racism. It's too big of a challenge for a lot of people uh, mm -hmm. back in the, in, you know, in the past. That's the reason why people just accept it or kind of gloss over it. It's too difficult in their minds. And anything, any challenges that most people face, they shy away from. That's why sports are important. You learn how to face those adversities and work through them. A huge weakness is going to bring us down. That's a huge weakness that's preventing us from having college football that may have Major League Baseball shut down. Uh, that's major to me, and, and that's I don't know what's, what's up with our society, but it, it disappoints me, dude. I had a guy mask shame me a few weeks ago. He didn't wear a mask. I had. At one, I was I had already eaten even a restaurant. I had my I think I had my little CMU mask on. And he said, 
not you, T-Foss. You're not wearing a mask. He says, why are you wearing a mask? I said, I said, pandemic. Uh, you should have just sung to him. You should have just sung huh? the BG song. You should have just sung the BG song. <laughs> Stand alive. <laughs> I could have. I didn't think of this. Stand alive. Stand alive. But, but guess what? Guess what happened to him? He what? He got COVID. for two weeks. See? Now, but, what you should have did is you should have showed up at his hospital with your mask on and gave him a mask. <laughs> but you know what? He's saying now, well, I didn't catch it, but a mask. But, you know, even, <laughs> even when people catch it, and they're not How wearing a mask, it had to be another reason. That's what we're facing. So they got tested out. They can tell you where you caught it and how you caught it. <laughs> well, it's, it's like that uh, that one politician supposed to meet the president. He never wore a mask. He caught COVID. Then he's uh, he, some. I mean, he's a real imbecile. Like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I think I may have caught COVID that time. I wore a mask. There was probably some germs in my mask, and I that's how I got it. No, dumbass. You caught it because you never wear a mask. You know, and even in wearing the mask, and even in wearing a mask, we have to educate about the proper way of wearing the mask. Right. So, <laughs> excuse me. I've seen people wear the same mask every day. And mm -hmm. the fact that you're breathing these microbes in and just the natural uh, bacteria and that's in your, the, the same thing that we're talking about to keeping our social distancing from, you're now collecting in a mask and rebreathing all of those toxins back into your system. So mm -hmm. at some point those masks are more, detri more detrimental, more detrimental than actually not wearing one. So we have to educate, we have to educate in that. Also, if you have your face covered, we do know that you can get the virus through your eyes and through your ears. So what are we doing about that? So we got people walking around with masks, but you're susceptible through your ears and eyes. So we're doing a poor job at educating, we're doing a poor job in preventing and that's why it's taking so long. So, okay, like you why said, we got here, here, here's, because, here's a listen, conversation because, my daughter because, because, because now yeah. is talking to her friends who are from different countries. And here's her conversation. What's wrong with the United States? We, um, we have Right, we had COVID. We did what we were supposed to do, and guess what? We had two soccer matches last week. We were, uh, you know, we had a big great. We had no deaths last week. We had very few cases. We're through it. What's wrong with their country? That's what we're hearing from uh, her friends right now. What is wrong with the United States? The United States, again, it's the misinformation. In other countries, when the first, when, when the uh, virus first hit, 
the country shut down immediately within that first week. We allowed it to go on for another two months. But the other thing that we have, we have, or we want to exercise too many of our rights. First thing, I'm not wearing a mask, violating my rights. <laughs> you mean those fake rights? Go ahead. Those fake rights. Because right. you can't go anywhere without wearing a mask now. So what rights? <laughs> they well, will not let you in. They will not serve you. My rights I'm making me. But you know what else you can't do? You can't go into Rite Aid without wearing shoes and and a and a shirt. <laughs> you can't you can't go to your favorite restaurant and just not have a shirt. You have to wear a shirt. So That's let me ask violation. you this. So so check it. So I could walk in with my mask on, walk to my table, sit down, and take it off. What's the purpose? Right. You didn't- Cause you're not spreading it throughout the restaurant. That's the theory. <laughs> so while you sitting there eating and breathing and talking to your waiter, to your people and friends at the table, to whoever, right? You get up and uh, I'm just saying that the bacteria and the microbes that we are trying to prevent it, uh, the spread of is happening naturally while you're sitting at the table. And and then let me, let, let's, I mean, how far down do we really want to drill on this? Like, how sanitary are some of the places that you eat at? Can you rely on them to make sure that the silverware and the glasses are clean? Yeah, but that's food poison. That's a whole different animal. And, you know, we <laughs> do have... But what if, what if, what if you get a glass that somebody else had used, right, and it wasn't clean properly? Well, once again, you have faith in your restaurants. You shouldn't just go any damn where. But <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you do. I get it when I go to restaurants because what's my Isom on Channel Seven goes to these places like grease and turds and all kinds of stuff under the grill and everything. <laughs> yeah, I get a little bit, but you have to have faith sometimes, brother. You got to have faith. <laughs> yes. There it is. Say it again. Yes. You gotta have faith. Yes, you <laughs> but you know what? You have to have faith when you when you drive in the car. You have to. The next year is not gonna. I got more faith than anybody. That's why I'm walking around here maskless. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm in my backyard. <laughs> you never were. Nah, I'll be walking. Look, I got two masks now. You'll be proud of me. <laughs> I keep one in my pocket for emergencies. <laughs> That's what I should. Well, you got MGO blue masks. You just have the white or nah, uh, blue got, mask for people. Huh? No, nah, I got the old school. No, nah, I got the old school, like, Crip and Blood mask. You know, I got the gang mask. I got, like. Man, you know, man, they might shoot you. Be careful. <laughs> that's why I'm sure it's black. Only wear the blue and red ones in certain areas. Okay. Well, I have my red wings mask, so I have to be careful. And I wear my beautiful CMU mask, which is not red, but it's maroon. Some some people who are colorblind may think it's red. So <laughs> now <clears throat> James, the other thing that has emerged through all this is athletes. 
uniting, saying, I want to play. Uh, they've been on social media. And uh, the, I think the thing that you may actually get a union or representatives that represent the athletes down the road, rights or grievances or things that they're concerned about. Um, now, when you were back, you told me that a lot of times you guys stood up for some things that you didn't like. But if you had, when you were playing for University of Michigan for the fact five, if you had some type of representation, you either go to court or represent, have this person represent you uh, before court. What were some of the things that you fought for that you did fight for at the University of Michigan when you were with the Fab Five? <clears throat> the main thing was um, trying to fight for a stipend <clears throat> to allow players to start getting paid. We realized that, you know, getting a scholarship that's not given you earn that making the team that's not given you earn that going to school making your grade that's not given you earn that so in earnings what we learn in definitions <laughs> um mm -hmm. it made sense to us to try to start a conversation that's all it was we wanted to start a conversation like hey it's we we could clearly see the flow the cash flow we could see where the monies are coming from where they're going and why they are uh flowing so we wanted to just open the conversation of not even getting paid at the moment but setting aside monies in the future that when you graduate you can get a stipend, you earn a stipend based upon the monies that were generated during your time there. That's all. And from that conversation and just from that simple expression, we became media darlings. We went from the, the young guns, the uh, freshmen at the University of Michigan, the fresh faces to loud mouths, to uh, how dare they speak outside of uh, their arena? And why are they talking, shut up and dribble, play basketball? Um, you guys got it good. You get a free ride. You get a free scholarship. That's why I mentioned that. Nothing is free. We earned every penny. So that's what the Fab Five was about. We wanted to make sure that we shed the light on the injustices when it came to the monies being uh, passed around. I applaud that. Basically, what you guys were doing for free, and forget the scholarship <laughs> thing, is you were earning money from the university, and that money was going directly to Steve Fisher, his assistant, um, volleyball, uh, field hockey, swimming. That's where that money was going. All you guys Absolutely. that played for Michigan and play football and basketball you're earning money so that everybody else can have road trips and compete you know 15 20 times a year mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. for a scholarship you earn i i agree with that 
Yes, I got an advocate. Yes, T. That's what I needed. I needed you to represent me. I know you would have got him straight. Oh, yeah. I did <laughs> a little bit. <clears throat> but yeah, I uh, that, that's the thing that, that, that kills me is, well, you got a free scholarship, so you should be happy. No, nah, but if you couldn't play ball, you wouldn't have got it, so you, or you earned it. So if you couldn't entertain those yeah. people, you don't get a scholarship. It's earned. So. That's right. That's right. It is all, all right, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> well, we're back in a few minutes, and I have a controversial political statement to make that might make your head spin. That's coming up in uh, minutes on King and Foster. We'll see Let's it in a, in a few Okay. It's going to make your head spin, brother. I'm ready. All right. Thank you.